Hey, hey, you guys. We have a really special guest with us. His name is Josiah Jones. He's a leader, a strategist, a marketer, a content creator, producer, director, and trusted advisor. Josiah's experience has allowed him to drive results and create impactful projects across multiple markets, industries, and practices. His career began after joining Red Bull while achieving a marketing degree with a minor in advertising at Florida Golf Course University. For four years, Josiah focused on bringing the brand to life within millennials, collegiate, and also the Gen Z demographic through crafting experiential marketing initiatives and collaboration with our regional, national, and international business units. He then brought his talent to Los Angeles to provide freelance consulting to brands, artists, and individuals across multiple industries. This allowed for him to craft go-to-market strategies, construct brand guidelines, and also produce creative campaigns, provide creative direction in private and personal brand territories, and he also built numerous teams and relationships. All the while, he was sharpening his interest for film and photography into professional practices, and he prides himself on being an optimist. If there's a problem, there's always a solution. And he is the founder and creative strategist for Valence Creative, and he's today's special guest on Black Canvas. And we're so glad to have you here, Josiah. Thank you, Daryl. This is awesome. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I'm just glad to have you here. I think you've done such great work. And when I was just pretty much reading your bio, I was like, man, he's done such a great job in just such a short period of time. So that says a lot about your being intuitive, being able to be resourceful and to follow your dreams. And I'm just I'm very proud of what I read. And and it seems like you've done an amazing job. Yeah, thanks. I mean, honestly, where I'm at now, like it's just kind of following all those things you just mentioned. So um, uh, every day was a, another great experience when I'm following this journey. So I'm glad I'm glad you see it. <laughs> well, I'm glad to be a part of it. <laughs> so I have a couple of questions for you, Josiah. The first one I wanted to ask you is what inspires you to take the career path that you have taken and what has been one of your biggest inspirations on your career path? Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, so I, I'd say, honestly, it, it, like, it's pretty non-traditional. Um, I, I'd say how I'm at where I'm at now is, like, really just a culmination of all my strengths and my passions. Um, and even, like, figuring out what those were and figuring out how to use them to the best of my ability, I mean, that that really just takes understanding how to use your energy um, and knowing where you want to put your energy. Uh, so that was another, like, trial and tribulation really there was just like seeing like what all you're capable of doing and then um, what you want to be doing with it. And, and how do you, you know, really put that into something finite? Cause I mean, there's so many different jobs out there, so many different roles and coming up from the um, working with like more little corporate background, you know, there was a time where like, that was my dream, just like scale the ranks, scale the ladder there. And then seeing that really where my passions were with that, I kind of wanted to, be creating these campaigns and not just being a, a, you know, someone, you know, doing it for, for the bigger person. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was, I was just like really ready to find ways to directly impact like 
the markets around me and the people engaging with them. And I was seeing that I had the ability to do that and organize people and use the things that I, I knew and I've learned to, to really make a, a bigger impact and a more direct impact. Um, and like, I think one of my biggest inspirations, honestly, it's kind of funny that it does come from the corporate structure, but I mean, four years, even if it was like, um, you know, student role or brand management, whatever with Red Bull, like you learn a lot when you're working with them. Um, so I have to give them a lot of props for, for where my mentality and my mindset is with, with, um, the way that I work right now, because it was very non-traditional and very like uh, boundary pushing. So um, I really got to give them props for that. It set me up with a really good tool toolkit to move forward and, and use all these different creative outlets in a way that that resonates with with brands and with people. So that's how I got here. <laughs> and I love that. I mean, it just shows your diligence as well in working for a company like Red Bull. Would you say Red Bull was one of the projects that you were most proud of, or can you tell me if it's a different project that you felt like, hey, this is the most proud moment I've had so far in my career, and what do you aspire to do next? Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, so I wouldn't say uh, Red Bull is the, that was definitely one of the most fun, you know, jobs I've had, but um, I'd say everything that we're working on right now is, is light years ahead of me being proud of anything I've done there. Uh, and that that being said, it's just because they're all very authentic and and, and uh, from the heart. Like now, I'm working a lot more with artists, a lot more with um, different producers and different people. And um, right now, uh, we just I just produced a, a short called Blood in the Water, which uh, my good friend uh, Bobby Lee Palmer he directed it. Um, one of his uh, er, uh, yeah shoots these short films and. It was one of the first projects that I've I've really worked closely with him on, and it was phenomenal because it really encapsulated everything that we're trying to do with Found's projects. Um, and he put he, he's a phenomenally talented auteur, phenomenally uh, talented uh, like uh, videographic artist. It's it's amazing. So he really put together a great. Um, he directed a great project that really uh, spoke to gun violence advocacy and like going. Um, pointing attention and awareness towards that. And it's just something where we've been working together for quite a few years. And now to have like everything kind of aligned with what we're trying to do with Fallon's projects, um, with, with his artistry and what he can do um, that I'm so proud of that. That just came out, I think like a week ago or two weeks ago, um, blood in the water, everyone should, should go check it out. It's amazing. Um, but really what I'm looking forward to is uh, 2022. I mean, these last few years, a lot of building, but 2022 with the artists that we're working with, the projects that we have lined up, like starting January 1st, we're, we're going in heavy. Um, uh, so we have a creative campaign uh, designed with Corey Matty, um, LA Hope Dealer. It's one of the artists that I'm working with. And basically we have a 31 day calendar of, of events and act, uh, um, uh, activations around building awareness around the, the student loan debt crisis and everything like that. And we're aligning with different nonprofit organizations. We're helping amplify their mission. Um, and for this to set the tone for 2022, I'm elated because we've been working, I don't know, probably the whole last half of this year to really get everything set up for this. And this will kind of be our flagship um, creative project from LA Hope Dealer and from Valance Projects to set the tone for everything we want to do for the rest of our artists and rest of the clients and everything like that. 
Um, so what we're doing with that is uh, creating access to activism through the established channels. So using, you know, viral moments, using uh, uh, outdoor space, uh, guerrilla marketing, all these kinds of things to build awareness towards projects we feel passionately about. Um, and these aren't necessarily just to drive dollars. It's to get more people to understand that there's people out there dealing with specific issues. Um, so the fact that we can spend our time and day and our artistic talents and our passions in, in putting something like this together, like that's, that drives me more than any, any paycheck could. Um, so that, that's something that I'm so excited for January for. Um, and then something else that we have in, in development is that we're actually trying to build out a documentary addressing mental health services in underserved black communities. Um, and really just kind of, uh, kind of highlight what's going on. Um, cause I, what, what we found is frustrating is just like these headlines just saying like, Oh, how bad Chicago is or places, different places in Louisiana, Baton Rouge. And I think it's really unfortunate that people decide to uh, summarize them just as these headlines and, and then that eventually summarizes the people. So what we want to be able to do is really talk to people from these areas and provide different resources and actually set up uh, mental health services in these spaces as a, as a after effect of this kind of documentary or this kind of uh, project and really try and make changes um, through, you know, really getting to know the people themselves. Uh, so that, that um, that's why 2022 I'm, I am elated to see what happens. <laughs> Uh, well, that was definitely not only it was great for me to hear that because I work in mental health myself and being from Louisiana and just seeing and being African-American. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of those parts that you mentioned, it just is really hard for people of color to first of all, seek help, to ask for help as it relates to mental concerns, but also to know that there's a safe zone for you to talk about it and share your experiences without feeling judged or without um, someone telling you this is what they believe you're going through. And I think like, especially right. since COVID, we've seen a higher influx of suicidal ideations and even attempts on um, people who are being screened for depression and anxiety at higher and alarming rates than before. And then also just seeing of how resilient people are working through these challenges. Um, grief, you know, is something that's mm -hmm. a lot of people are struggling with right now. And with all these different variants and things going around, you know, it's hard for people to wrap their head around 2022 and, you know, finding the positive side to it. But as you mentioned, it's it's an opportunity for us to all work together and actually find common ground, um, especially in our toughest moments. And so I love that you're working with film producers and helping people and artists and sharing, you know, your vision, their visions together to actually raise awareness, but also to take away some of the stigma related to a lot of variables that we see in our communities. And I think that that's great that you are definitely one of those voices and you're able to hear people's stories and in hearing it, you can definitely portray it in a positive light, except for, unfortunately in the media, sometimes that happens with things that's on the negative light. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's out, and exactly, all that is exactly why we want just want to, uh, big mission is just to be a part of the, even if it's a drop in the bucket, it's that some, if one person's doing it, you can get another person to do it and the next and the next. So really just trying to start a domino effect of just positive works and like true authenticity and in, in, in making changes for the better. 
Well, I, I commend you for that. I think that that's a great project and it's something that hopefully our listeners that they will be willing to be a part of and support you in that. So definitely, I think you're on to a great start. And it kind of goes into my next question, which is about you, you talked earlier about balance um, projects. Can you tell us more about what went into you creating that and what is your creative agency about? Yeah, for sure. Um, so really it goes back to kind of like the, the first response where I was recognizing the, the combination of all those, the abilities and the passions. Um, and I, I, I saw that it could be something established like and, and really be helping different businesses and different artists and different organizations. Um, so what I wanted to do is kind of put all that under one house and just, you know, get some people aligned that want to want to make some really good projects um, and, and Valence projects came alive. So uh, Valence, I basically take that from the definition of um, like the, the measurable, um, like measurable amount of emotion uh, within like a feeling. So if you have high balance and joy, it's, it's the higher level on the spectrum of joy. Um, so what we want to do is create the most positive. Uh, the, what we want to do is create the most positive um, projects with every client, with every project, every artist that we're working with, essentially. So balance projects is that. Um, but what we do is const- uh, construct and facilitate creative campaigns for brands, artists, and organizations. Um, we help all our clients and artists maximize their positive impacts through strategic marketing and brand campaigns. Um, and, and through that, we really like and the people that we want to work with and the projects we want to create. It's really honing in on the ethos of their brands and then exploring how to bring that to life. So that could be in some sort of event, in some sort of uh, experiential marketing, like getting the, the people you want to uh, affect involved. That could be like installation art film production, like the one that I mentioned before, and then multimedia and viral campaigns. So um, really what we try and do is align with the right client that really just wants to make an impact that is going to leave whoever interacts with them um, like positive um, and, and, and joyful and and trying to make a change in the world. Um, and then we find and figure out how to uh, really bring that to life. Um, so for example, Something we'll do is like take one of our artists and then find um, like whatever message that they have that they're working on. We'll find a nonprofit that may align with it. And then what we want to do there is with the nonprofit, essentially we build out a campaign that you might see at a scale of someone like Red Bull or you might see at a scale of someone like Nike. But this is a nonprofit, right? So nonprofits don't typically have the budgets to make these kinds of things happen. And when you're talking about nonprofits, really it, philanthropy, that, that's where we should be making the most impact and we should be getting the most people involved. So what we want to do is provide those um, initiatives to the nonprofits. And then what we do is bring in the brand partners. So essentially brands get to be involved um, and they can also help increase the impact of these nonprofits. So for the artists, for the nonprofit, and for the brands involved, it's a win-win for everybody. Um, and all that comes with everyone being on the same page and everyone wanting to do the same thing as in create the positive impact, create people walking away with something more than they came with um, instead of just Hey, come in, you know, sample our free stuff. Like we want people to really be moved by anything they experience. So that's what our agency does. (laughs) 
Yeah. I think that's great. And I, I love that you were able to find something you're passionate about, but that you can also impact other people. But as you said, there are a lot of nonprofits that, you know, they just can't afford. And I worked for a nonprofit for three and a half years. And I, I definitely understand mm-hmm. how hard that can be as far as raising money, awareness, having fundraisers, people to understand, mm-hmm. you know, about the importance of the cause. And so I think that's great. It's really good. Yeah, so thank you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. I, I was just going to say um, something that we're we're going to try to implement for the second half of uh, 2022 um, is uh, basically put a percentage of all of our projects towards um, rebranding and repositioning uh, small organizations, small neighborhood nonprofits uh, that would never imagine being able to like increase their awareness through marketing budgets and things like that. Basically, what we want to do is put budgets aside so that we can put on these great experiential events and completely rebrand, you know, clothing lines, do all this stuff for small neighborhood organizations. Because I really think a lot of times that's where most of the impact happens, but there's not always a lot of access because they don't have the taxpayer dollars, they don't have the incentives, they don't have the resources. So what we really want to do is try and provide um, ways to really increase their awareness and just have people understand that, like, these small organizations exist as well. Well, that's good, Josiah. And I think that that's a great, that shows a lot about your willingness to do something different. And I think that's awesome. Now I want to kind of talk about the message that you're trying to promote online. And when we talk about like an online persona, can you tell us what type of message are you trying to portray and get our listeners and people who just maybe are going to learn more about you if they look you up online? What do you want them to know primarily about Josiah? For sure. So my my personal era of um, my online persona is in an interesting phase right now. So I decided to kind of do tongue-in-cheek um, approach to this metaverse uh, billionaire stuff going on right now. There's a big social, um, I don't know, zeitgeist of, of focus on these, you know, 0.01% people in this, this crypto world and the NFT and everything like that. Um, so literally out of my own like content creation practice, and I really just was like, I want to do something for fun. Um, uh, I, I decided that I would present myself online as a billionaire and that's turned into a lot of different variations of what that means. Um, but the interesting thing is that the, the feedback is quite interesting in the sense that um, I have old family friends, uh, people who I went to college with, people who I'm close friends with now saying congratulations, saying, wow, you, you did this thing. And uh, it's funny because it, it goes to show you just how, I don't know, just how interesting the function of social media is uh, because well, when you start looking at branding and, and positioning, it is truly how you represent yourself to those that consume your content or consume your, your information. Um, so it was basically like a social experiment just to see how malleable that was, especially when like most of the people I have on Instagram or anything like that, a lot of close friends just to see what actually happened there. Um, and it's turned into something else. It's turned into something more where um, I'm just doing narratives and, and kind of uh, dry humor on, on these 
people who are kind of going like, oh, well, it's just a wealth mindset or it's like, you know, just, you know, pull up by your bootstraps when it's like, well, the wealth mindset comes from a wealthy experience and <laughs> it's not the same thing. Um, you can't just tap into this billionaire mindset or this wealth mindset uh, as easily when a lot of people have not seen an inkling of that life. So yeah, it's just a it's kind of a tongue in cheek um, experiment and, and it's interesting. It's gotten actually more traction than I expected and uh, I'll probably continue doing it to some iteration. So that's uh, that's what I'd say about the online persona. Okay. I think that's a great explanation of that. And I think a lot of times when we see people online, you, you look for different purposes. And when we think of like some of the top people on Instagram or, you know, on a lot of these other TikTok, and you really start to realize how do they have these followers and and they have this type of reaction and a lot of time it is it's doing things like that like when you see viral sensations and things that happen overnight there's a lot of things people look for which can cause them to want to be a part of it and so i think that is great marketing for sure but i think it also when people can talk to you they can get to know who Josiah is and I yeah think that's great. All right, so Josiah, if you can tell us if someone is pl planning on having or pursuing a career similar to what you've been able to do so far, what advice would you give to someone who's planning a career similar to yours? For sure. Um, honestly, for me, it would just be embrace your interests because this is not like a, it's not a typical career path, but embrace your interests. And if I was going to rewind at all, it'd be just giving each one of those interests at least six months of focus, like individual focus um, to hone in on those. Because I think that gives you enough time to really understand uh, or get past the, the introductory phases of it and start getting into more of the technicalities um, and really get why, you know, people are so good at what they are and, and see the ranges of that. But then after that six months phase of each one of them, right after that you go and teach someone else what you learned and you and like, because I think that's also one of the greatest ways to learn yourself and to be, you know, really uh, master your crafts is by having someone else to tell like, or someone else to bring up and mentor. Um, I think that's super important. So absolutely get to a phase where you can teach someone else everything that you've learned. That'll just build confidence in your own thing. And then also just like talk about the projects you want to work on. Talk about your dream projects. Talk about any kind of vision you have for whatever um, your your career, you want your career to be. Talk to people about it because that just, putting it into reality, that's how it becomes reality. And that, that's going to be simply by talking about it, by writing it down. It's that before you know it, you'll find a group of five people who have similar passions and similar interests, but it just so happens that those five people or one of those people has, has the key to the, to the next level of it. And you wouldn't have known about it if you didn't talk about it. So absolutely talk about every single project with the people around you all the time. And I want to add to that, Josiah, also having people you can trust that you talk about those ideas with. Um, and it's always good to kind of know your environment and know what you're sharing. And then also manifesting, as you said, like keeping a vision board or a journal or being able to take, like if you heard of SMART goals, like be very specific, measurable, agreeable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. Like if you can actually have it listed and they're not just a lofty goal that doesn't have a plan, but that you have people in those places that can support your dream and may have similar interests, I think it can be very beneficial. And you'll start to see 
like you said, traction and people who are really aware of it and saying, hey, I want to be a part of this movement or doing something different. And it can really help not only build revenue, but it can also help to spread awareness about a lot of different causes that people may not be well versed with knowing. And I think that that's something that you do really well of being able to kind of articulate yourself, share your experiences, but that people can like your energy. And energy, I always say, sometimes is almost better than time management for some people because if you're giving off really negative, you know, energy, that people are not going to want to spend that quality time with you. But when you can actually use your time and energy well, you know, you can actually build a lot of, you know, great ideas and, and be able to, to do what you've been able to do so far in your career. All right. So Josiah, can you tell our listeners, where can they find you online? If you don't mind giving us your social media handle and how they can follow you. And if you can, again, promote your film that you said it just was released, if you can kind of tell us where they can find it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can find me at Josiah David Jones on Instagram. You can also find Balance Projects on Instagram, just straight up Balance Projects. Um, TikTok, I got Tech Billionaire Jones, put more content out there, um, creative practice going on. LinkedIn, Josiah Jones or Balance Projects. Balance, uh, Balance.studio is our website. And then the short film, um, you can actually access that in the link in my bio or um, we actually host it at bobbyleepalmer.com right now. Wow, that's awesome. I really appreciate you, Josiah, being here on the show. And the last question I want to ask you, I ask this to all of my guests, but I'm going to kind of revise this one for you. But if you could turn back the hands of time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell him? Well, yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, honestly, I would tell him to draw more, play more music, and talk about what you love more. Those are three things that I try to instill, instill now because when I'm starting to do them, I'm like, dang, I wish I would have started this years ago. So that definitely is one. Um, also like focus and don't forget how good you can be. Um, and tell everyone around you that you love them because, you know, some people you might not see for a couple of years, some people not see again. And, you know, I think that's really, really important. And then also, honestly, if I could talk to my younger self, I would thank him. I would say thank you for your grace, understanding and patience. Everything I learned from 18 and before and that I find quality and I cherish to this day. So really, really thanking that kid for having some of that stuff down. Well, I thank you, Josiah, for not only being on the show, but for giving us a great interview and us getting to know you a lot more than some people may not have heard of you before. And I think this would be a great opportunity for them to really research you, look out more for more things coming for Josiah that he'll be doing in 2022. And I would love to have you back in the future. If there's anything else you would like to share with us in the future, we would love for you to talk to our listeners and give us insights on things you're doing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to come back. This is great. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's no problem, Josiah. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, thank you, Josiah, for being a part of Black Canvas. And I hope you have a great rest of your evening. Absolutely. Thank you. Hope you have a good rest of your evening as well. Take it easy. Okay, bye.
Oh, 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 oh,